The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just head to roman.com slash SGP to get 15% off your first month. That's getroman.com and slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is your home for the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. You are listening to the Bundesliga the Bundesliga show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also check out my website, lockbetting.com, where my clients are going for their 96th month in a row of transparent track profit. The PL spreadsheet for the 95th month is available to look at at the pinned tweet over on SGP Soccer Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer. Look at the pinned tweet. That'll give you the month of April where we ended up winning over £3,000 for our clients. That's over $3,900, just short of over $4,000. And you can be a part of that this month. There's still 17 days left to be a part of the service. So head over to lockbetting.com. All of the previous spreadsheets there are available at lockbetting.com. As I said, we're going for our 96th month in a row grinding our way there actually because the end of the NBA season is kind of tough a lot of blowouts a lot of teams don't care a lot of players being rested for the playoffs so it has been a little bit more difficult in that sense but we are still grinding our way to a profit nonetheless in the NBA in the tennis and especially in Major League Baseball we are on a 10 and one run at the moment we have sweeped baseball last three nights so we look to continue that going for sure and of course we all know what i've done in the soccer here as i've been on this podcast for seven years next month first off the bat let me apologize for my shows being late to the dance here i wanted to do the fight show as early as possible this week i said i'd have it out on friday and bundesliga is always out on friday i've been really really like sick with a most most random injury that you can possibly believe so I just um took a lot of painkillers and they knocked me right out I was asleep on my couch last night at 7 p.m 
And um, when I was groggy, I just managed to, I, I woke up groggily and managed to move myself to my bed. I've now woken up at 6am on Saturday and realised that the uh, Bundesliga show hasn't been sent. It's been done, but it hasn't been sent. So I'm now like waking up and redoing the intro. And uh, I will put this intro on the end of the show, on the, at the start of the show that I have already done. So the groggy part will hopefully just be now because I wasn't feeling, well, I was feeling groggy when I did it as well because of the painkillers. So essentially what happened was, is I've been suffering like long-term effects from when I had COVID, just a few symptoms here and there. And um, they decided that this was something called long COVID and sent me down to the long COVID clinic um, where if you want to get into the proper part of the clinic for the assessments, you need to have your blood pressure tested, you need to have an ECG, you need to have an X-ray and you need to have a blood test. So I did the um, ECG and blood pressure part last week. They sent me somewhere else to have a blood test because it was fully booked up. I turn up in this place and it looks sketchy immediately. It's a real shithole. So I walk in and she says to me, what arm do you take your blood test in? And I was like, it's this one here. But my right arm is far more tattooed than my left. So she doesn't like it and goes, oh, I don't think I'll be able to find a vein there. I'm already worried um, because surely this scenario has presented itself before. If I had two sleeves full of tattoos that were fully covered, um, what would you do then? Like the veins still exist in tattooed people. So she goes into the arm where... I've never had a blood test before, but it should still be relatively simple. So she sticks a needle in, uh, she's wriggling it around, which is causing my arms to like um, have these weird jerky reactions to it. Uh, and she turns around and says, oh, I'm not getting much blood out of that. I'll move into a different place. She moves literally two millimetres across, puts it in again, stabbing me, jerking it around, can't do it. She goes, oh, maybe we'll move into, I'll move into a different area. It's not really working for us there. It's not working for us It's for two different reasons. It's not working for me because you're fucking torturing me. It's not working for you because you don't know what you're doing. So she moves this needle into a different part of my arm, says, oh, okay, you're right. Uh, Let's go for the other arm. Three stabs into the other arm. She moves across to to the right, goes in there, turns around, can't find it again, asks me if I'm dehydrated. I say, no, I'm not dehydrated. I've never had this problem before. No blood test has ever taken me longer than 30 seconds. She goes, okay, we'll just, um, we'll keep trying then. Um, I goes, no, I don't want to keep trying. Uh, I said, I'd rather stop at this point. I feel uncomfortable. She says to me, um, um, well, what you could do is wait in the waiting room and have some water and then come back and try again. I was like, nah, I think I th- I'd rather just get this done uh, somewhere where I'm familiar with. I don't think I'm comfortable with you doing it anymore. And actually walked out. And I think that was the politest way to say something to someone who stabbed me four times with a needle and couldn't couldn't complete a basic blood test. So throughout the day, my right arm is throbbing. It's like pins and needles. Uh, I've been getting pins and needles in my hands and feet anyway, which is one of the long COVID symptoms, apparently. But there's this like shooting pain down it. It feels like it's burning. And obviously the area that she's stabbed to death is just aching throughout the entire day. Then the third finger on my hand starts like moving out of position. Like it's resting place is two inches in front of the other fingers. So this is fucking concerning to me, but I cannot get to the hospital or anywhere to check it. Um, simply because I have my um, son to pick up and then I have another podcast to do, a monthly podcast to do called Podcast and a Poll. So there's no way 
essentially that I can get to the hospital because as an adult, um, my commitments now override my health. So I suffer through this pain. I'm fucking dying. Pick up my son, take him to um, tennis, come back, put him to bed, um, do my podcast at 11 o'clock at night with uh, Vince Russo, try and get myself to bed, drugged up, and um, essentially then go to the hospital. The hospital tell me that it's not possible, like I'm a liar, for this blood test to cause these kind of injuries, uh, apart from the severe bruising that I have. She said that could be possible because obviously you're, uh, it's where the blood clots or blah, 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 whatever. And uh, I said, well, the injuries have clearly been caused by the blood test. She, was, she said it's just not very likely because A, we don't put the needle in that deep when we're doing a blood test and B, this nurse probably done 40 or 50 of these per day and there's no way that she could do it wrong. So essentially, I go to hospital to be told this is my fault as well. Absolutely ridiculous. NHS is a joke. Um, no wonder we have so many um, COVID cases here and why I've handled it so terribly. I mean, we've, we're worse than Donald Trump here. Uh, Boris Johnson is worse than Donald Trump. And um, so I get called a liar, get given some drugs for my pain. And these are some strong ass things like uh, cocodamol. And uh, I took some cocodamol at about six and I'm out on my couch um, catch my son, obviously not putting himself to bed. He's playing his PlayStation all the way to one o'clock in the morning where he wakes up. So I groggily walk in there and send him to bed. And throughout that entire time, I haven't even done my show. Now, I haven't done my fight show, but this Bundesliga show, the second part you're going to hear, was was done. So, um, yeah, hopefully you guys can get this stuff in on time. And that's the reason why you're getting this show slightly later than you usually would on the feed. We begin with a vital relegation clash here between Armenia Billerfield and Hoffenheim here. It's at 2.30 on Saturday UK time. It's 8-5 on Armenia Billerfield. It's 5-2 on the draw and it's 8-5 here on Hoffenheim. I think Armenia Billerfield here will continue to keep things tight. Um, in Germany, we still have a lot of stuff still to play for, especially down the bottom of the table. And of course, for that final Champions League spot where unbelievably Dortmund have snuck in with a couple of games to go. And if they win out, they will end up going to the Champions League. There's even a possibility that they could finish third in the table at the moment. They're level on goal difference with Wolfsburg, but Wolfsburg travel to RB Leipzig this weekend. And um, it will just depend on how motivated RB Leipzig are. Uh, because obviously Nagelsmann's going, they can't win the league, they're pretty secure in seconds, they lost the cup final in midweek, so that'll be an interesting game. But it's very interesting that these these teams are still all separated by three points. Wolfsburg on 60, Dortmund on 58, and Eintracht Frankfurt on 57, and Frankfurt only plays Schalke this weekend. Anyway, down the bottom, why this armenia Billerfield game is important is because they currently occupy the playoff spots in the relegation battle. However, Cologne, who will occupy the automatic relegation spot, are only two points behind armenia Billerfield. They're also only two points behind Werder Bremen. So Werder Bremen and armenia Billerfield are only separated by goal difference. The pack ahead of them aren't really not that far ahead either. Augsburg on 33, Hertha Berlin on 34. And then Mons, I think, have moved out of it here on 36. And so Hoffenheim now on 39. They are actually mathematically safe. So I would say Mons are too. So anyone of Hertha, Augsburg, Werder Bremen, Armenia, Bielefeld and Cologne, these five teams, any two of them can occupy A, the relegation spot 
and B, the relegation playoff spot. So this is very interesting here down the bottom of the table. So I think Armenia Billerfields need to win this game is greater here because obviously they are lower down in the table, whereas uh, Hoffenheim now have gone and done their business and have got themselves into a safe position here in 11th spot in the table on 39 points. But I don't think that necessarily means that Armenia Billerfield are automatically going to get it done. I'm more comfortable here taking them on a pick rather than taking them here on the money line. They have suffered just two defeats across their last eight league games and got themselves back into this race where for a period it looked like it's going to be Armenia and Schalke automatically for automatic relegation. Hoffenheim have won only two of their last 15 league away games and Armenia Billerfield have recorded back-to-back 1-0 home league wins. So they really are grinding things out here and the fact they've still getting them here at 12 to 1 to win this game by one goal to nil I think represents some serious value because I can see Armenia Bielefeld winning and I can really only see that result being the way that they get it done here today so Armenia Bielefeld as a pick would be my play on this one I also like the under in this one that's got some serious value as well six to five on under two and a half goals here in a game where it's more important for Armenia Billerfield and they will approach it to to shut Hoffenheim down here, who are a better footballing team, obviously. Up next, you have Augsburg versus Werder Bremen, where Augsburg are available 6 to 4. It's 23 to 10 to draw, and it's 9 to 5 on Werder Bremen. Augsburg have been dragged into this, and, um, and so have Werder Bremen. These are two teams that will be furious if they end up going down this season. Um, because of the, the the nature of the game, I do think it will be a cagey affair. Now, the data here supports an over. So this is a real data fade, taking the under here at 10 to 11. It's 10 to 11 on the over, and it's 10 to 11 on the under. And if you look at the statistical data, you would lean on the over because over two and a half goals has landed in 13 of the last 14 meetings between the sides. Augsburg's 16 home matches this season have featured 44 goals and Bremen's 16 away matches have featured 47. So you're looking at this and looking for a lively encounter. But given the stakes, given the fact that lives are on the line here, essentially, um, for, for this game with both teams being dragged into the relegation battle, I think defence will kind of take over here and um, I don't think this gets to the three goal marker. So I think going 10 to 11, 10 to 11 on the over and the under, I would go towards the underside here in this one, despite the data. So big data fade here in this game. Leverkusen versus Union Berlin's mix. It doesn't matter too much. Leverkusen obviously trying to make sure of Europa League football, but I think they're there. The even money to win this game is 13 to 5. The draw is 3 to 1 on Union Berlin. I think Union Berlin are done for the season. They had a very, very good start to the season. They occupied the top six places for most of it. But here at this point, I think they're done. Leverkusen have actually won each of their last three home games. The finish is in the season pretty strong, but it's come too late. Union Berlin have lost six of their last nine away games, which is factored into why they're no longer in the top six. And this Leverkusen team have kept three clean sheets across their last five matches. So easy one for me here. I'll take Bayer Leverkusen to keep winning. Up next, you got Borussia Dortmund at home to Stuttgart. Uh, sorry, Borussia Mönchengladbach home to Stuttgart, where Borussia Mönchengladbach are available three to five. It's eighteen to five the draw, and it's seventeen to four here on Stuttgart. 
This game should be full of goals, nothing to play for for these two teams, so we should see a pretty free-flowing game. Gladbach actually won each of their last three home games. They're a team that have had a disappointing season, but are making a little bit of a recovery here at the end. They've netted 11 goals in that period that I just mentioned. Uh, both Gladbach and Stuttgart have conceded 52 goals though across their 32 matches, and Stuttgart coming to this having lost six of their last eight away league games after having such a good start to the season away from home. So I'm going to go for the over two and a half goals here. I'm going to tack on both teams to score. I think that's the way that you bet this. And that will get you here at four to six. Um, if you want to take Borussia Mönchengladbach and both teams to score, I think that could be another decent way to bet this. However, you're only getting six to four there on that one. Up next, we'll look at Bayern Munich's trip to Freiburg. They are on a Champions Tour here, but I think they are still continuing to play because they have nothing else to play for. So why would you not just win out? Um, they're available at 1-3 to three to continue that. It's 5-1 to one on the draw and it's 15-2 to two on Freiburg. It's difficult doing these buying games because I think teams will like to test their metal against the champions. I think they'll get up for these games. But I even think at playing at 75%, Bayern Munich are too good. In fact, they may be better than that because they may play really, really relaxed. All the tension has gone away from their shoulders. So you may see them really battering teams here at the end of the season. I don't think there's any reason for them to suddenly become a solid defensive unit. So I think Bayern and both teams to score is the way to play this and continuing to ride that. It has gone back up to plus money here at 6-5. to five. Uh, sorry, five to four. I'm seeing it out here at this at this particular book. Uh, Bayern have won eight of their last ten games, whereas Freiburg have actually netted 31 goals in 16 home league games. So they could definitely contribute here. And both teams have scored in each of the last five meetings between the pair. So I do think Freiburg will get their goal because I don't think Bayern are too concerned with clean sheets here at this point in the season. I see a wide open game, and the team with better players, Bayern, will end up winning it here in this one as they continue with their Champions Tour and um, another successful season I would say for Bayern despite not um, not retaining the Champions League but obviously there's a big asterisk with that with Robert Lewandowski out so with that being said I think that they would have beaten Paris Saint-Germain and we really just don't know what way the Champions League semi-final would have gone Manchester City should have won because they're having a better season and they have the tools to beat Bayern but they also have Botulitis and perhaps Bayern Munich the more experienced team would have capitalised we'll never know but I think with that asterisk there, you have to consider this another good season as Bayern have retained the league here this season. Up next, Schalke versus Eintracht Frankfurt is next, where Schalke are available at 19 to 2. It's 11 to 2 to draw, and it's 1 to 4 on Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, nobody's going to drop points to Schalke here between now and the end of the season if they have something to play for. And Eintracht Frankfurt definitely fall into that category. I think they could even win this to nil. Now, routinely, you take both teams to score in Eintracht Frankfurt games, but this is Schalke. And you're getting massive value here. It's available at 7-4. to four. And Schalke have lost 8 of their 16 home league matches to nil. So there's a 50% chance that Eintracht Frankfurt could win this with another clean sheet. So 7-4 to four is very big. Frankfurt have won 13 in the last 20 league games, whereas Schalke have lost 13 of the last 17. So Frankfurt to nil here at the massive price of 7-4. to four, um, And that's obviously because of Frankfurt's goal record for allowing both teams to score. But this is Schalke here. And if you're going to keep a clean sheet against anybody, it will be this shit show, which is Schalke. We move on to Sunday where we have Mons versus Borussia Dortmund. This is a very, very important game. Mons are available here at 6-1. to one. It's 4-1 to one on the draw and it's 4-9 to nine here on Dortmund. 
Dortmund probably need to win out here to maintain their Champions League position. Although, I can see Wolfsburg dropping points in the next game that we're going to cover between Leipzig and Wolfsburg. So perhaps not. This team have managed to get lucky throughout so far. We looked at their defeat against Eintracht Frankfurt. We said, that's it. That was the decider. They're now seven points behind them and even more points behind Wolfsburg. So really, we looked at that as the end of Dortmund's season. Well, now they're sitting in third place with, with two games to go. So it's been an incredible recovery, whereas also it's been a, a little bit of a dip from Wolfsburg and Eichuk Frankfurt. So Dortmund are in no position here not to capitalise. It would now be an even bigger disaster if Dortmund were to relinquish the Champions League spots again. I don't think they will. I think they'll win this game. Mons are pretty much safe now this season. Uh, they have lost 14 Bundesliga fixtures this season and have still managed to get themselves safe. Both teams have scored in 20 of Dortmund's 32 league matches this season. So Dortmund may need to penetrate twice here in order to win this game and they have managed to win all of their last six games. So I would take Dortmund here to win this game but I would add on over one and a half team goals for Dortmund because I do think they'll need to get two goals to win this one and that one brings your bet up here to four to six in this one. Final game here is RB Leipzig versus Wolfsburg where Leipzig are available 23 to 20. It's five to two to draw. It's 11 to five on Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg probably need to keep winning in order to maintain their position here in the Bundesliga top four. If they drop points here, let's say they drop points and they just get a point here against Leipzig, which is usually a good result, that will take Wolfsburg on to 61 points. Dortmund should win this weekend. That will also take them on to 61. So they will leapfrog Wolfsburg here with a better goal difference. They're level at the moment, but they'll go ahead of them as a result of winning. And... Eitrich Frankfurt will go level on points with Wolfsburg as well, uh, but they have the inferior goal difference. So Eitrich Frankfurt will continue to stay out of those places, but only on goal difference. So therefore, it leaves Wolfsburg absolutely zero margin for error on the final day. So it's difficult to see how Wolfsburg will play this. Will they take a defensive approach because they think RB Leipzig are the are the superior team? Will they go for it here against RB Leipzig? Will Leipzig sit back um, and be a little bit more complacent in this game because it's um, their season's essentially done? Or will they put up a special effort because it's Nagelsmann's, Nagelsmann's last game to be played at RB Leipzig Stadium? It's his final home game. So it's really difficult to know how to play this one uh, I would say that Wolfsburg do manage to swerve a defeat in this one and um, possibly come away with a draw. They have won five of the last eight games, despite the fact that they have had a little bit of a dip. But those results came in a six-pointer against um, Borussia Dortmund. And of course, they lost to Bayern Munich as well and Eintracht Frankfurt. So they're not all four results, but they have had an effect. Both teams have scored in four of Leipzig's last five fixtures. And Wolfsburg have lost only two, only six of their 32 league fixtures this season. So I'm going to narrowly lean towards Wolfsburg to avoid a defeat here. It's not a strong pay. You could be see Leipzig making some huge effort, a bounce back after the cup final loss, um, a real like rocket up the arse from Nagelsmann, who's going to buy Munich next season. And they may try and play for him in this final game as it, it always, as this is his final home game. Sorry, next weekend is the final game, but it's his final home game, final game on Leipzig turf. We may see a performance. You just cannot predict really what's going to happen here. That's why it's a very, very uh, razor-thin lean on this one with uh, Wolfsburg avoiding the defeat. Closing out with a lock here on the show. It's difficult to know where to go. A lot of the high-stakes games are relegation games. Uh, and I'd like to avoid those because we don't really know how they were going to play out to the point where 
I can really make a strong bet, especially for a full one unit play. Um, so we, then we go to the games that will decide the top four. I love the play on Schalke up to, to lose again without scoring a goal. We took a play like that as a dog a few weeks ago. We don't do lock dog parlay anymore, but I strongly stuck my neck out and said Crystal Palace would win away to Sheffield United to nil. That was largely down to the fact that in um, 20 games out of 35 this season, Sheffield United haven't scored a goal. And that was overwhelming data. And you have that data here again in the Schalke game. And the reason you're getting such big plus money is I think because I Frankfurt have seen both teams to score in so many games. So if we still did lock dog parlay, I think that dog play on Frankfurt with a clean sheet is 7-4 would certainly stand out. So that really only leaves us Dortmund here. Dortmund have continued to win games towards the end of the season. They've got themselves into the top four. Unbelievably, they won the cup in midweek. They absolutely battered RB Leipzig. They've become a free-scoring machine. I don't think Mons will be able to keep up with them here. They may be able to score... But I think Dortmund will still win out. And I think in order to win out, they will need to score those two goals. So we're going to go for a Borussia Dortmund here. And we are going to tack on over 1.5 team goals. So that's a kind of a in-game double with this one. You should be able to find it on any kind of uh, betting site that has Bet Builder. I'm using Bet365 Bet Builder here to get Dortmund on the money line, coupled with over one and a half team goals. And that one is available at four to six in this one. And that is your lock for this edition of the Bundesliga show. That's it for me in this edition of the Bundesliga show. Don't forget to check out the EPL show and the fight show as well. Good luck with all your bets as always, guys. And... Thanks for listening.